Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Melcina Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to start my good morning shout out starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White, pastor of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church. And good morning to our church family. Also, good morning to my sponsor. Yancey Family Ministries and to my honoree sponsors, Brother Larry Downey and his lovely wife, Linda. I'm excited because I have the word to share with you today. And I pray that if all who can can support the upcoming event again for my honoree sponsors, the Martin Luther King event coming up this Monday, which is January the 17th at four o'clock. And it will be held at Northern Granville Middle School in the keynote speaker if you remember is Robert D. Fountain Jr. of Oxford and also appearing will be I Dance Praise Academy of Henderson and Spiritually Anointed of Creedmoor. All who can please support. Do as the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord leads you. Amen. I'm excited about the word as always, and I am still in 2 Corinthians. I have not left the grace of God, for it has been good to my soul what the Lord has been putting in my spirit and what I have been sharing with the listeners and those that are tuning in to my podcast and my YouTube video. But again, I want to talk about let the week say I'm strong. Amen. I pray that you've been studying this for yourself and allowing the spirit to give you revelation for your own journey in this Christian life. Amen. Let the weak say I'm strong is still my subject, but I'm going to read the scriptures again for those who's tuning in for the first time in this lesson that I've been talking about. Second Corinthians, the 12th chapter verses eight through 10, the King James version reads concerning this thing. I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecution, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. But what I want to deal with and talk mostly about today in this spot, this, this radio time is, is my grace. When, when Jesus responds to Paul, I love the conversation. Christ responded to him. My, he said, the Lord said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And the more I concentrated on that and the more I meditated on that, my strength is made perfect in weakness. I looked at myself and I said, there is more to me than what I know 
and what I see. Come on, when you look in the mirror, there's more to us than what we see. For Christ is saying here, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And and, and, and so I took my mind a little further. I said, so often I see Christ separate from his creation. But here he's telling my strength is made perfect in weakness, not as two separate entities, but one for Christ in us the hope of glory and then I went to first John 4 and 4 in my thinking and in the word of God said ye are of God little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Is anybody with me this morning? Um, We're not separate from Christ for he is in us for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So we are, have become as one Christ in us, the hope of glory is not separate. So when you look in the mirror and you feel like I've, I have nothing else to give, all my strength is gone. You need to look again because there's something else there that you can't quite see that you've forgotten is there and that is the grace that is sufficient to keep you the Christ in you is there for his strength is made come on his strength let me read it right for he said, my strength is made perfect in weakness. Um, He don't come to you. He's in you to strengthen you. Come on. He rises up just when you think I can't handle anything else. Here comes the strength that's already inside of you. The grace. We are one with Christ. Amen. Let me read 1 John 4 and 4 again. It says, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world because he is in me there's always something great come on that's gonna come forth I told you to be you know to be an expectation to take pleasure to be an expectation of the good because he's in me something always somebody said always there is always something great to come I pray I haven't lost anybody. And then I thought about what Paul, when he said, he said, verse 7, let's go a little bit above what I was reading. In verse 7, he said, unless I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a measure, excuse me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. He said, the thorn of the flesh was given to me come on God allowed it to, to be because he said and he ended that with lest I be exalted above measure come on God is always molding and shaping us but we don't have anything to worry about and we don't need to fret and, and we don't need to start letting anxiety and, and our imaginations run away with us and start rehearsing the what ifs in our mind because he greater is he that is in you so the 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 the, mold, the thorn, whatever you're going through, you received it was given to you. But 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 be of good cheer, because he has overcome the world. Come on, we're gonna go through trials and tribulation, but there's a molding and shaping because of his grace. His grace, and I thought about that thing, and I had to think a little deeper. I said because he's in me, there's a molding and shaping for the greater. 
that is to come. The expectation of the good. The good had got to come, but he got to prepare me for the good. And here Paul is saying it was given to me, least I be exalted above measure because of his encounter with God. Come on, somebody. God has exalted you. God has anointed you. God has appointed you. God has taken you from point A to point B. God had put you in places you never imagined you would be. But the storm that you in, least ye be exalted above measure because there's still something greater to come because he has to keep you humble come on but the grace in the midst of him molding and shaping you is sufficient for you there is more to us than what we can see grace is sustaining us in the molding and the shaping i had to put that thing in the context that the trials has to come the thorn was given God allowed the enemy to buffet him. Come on. A messenger was sent of Satan. It was allowed. Least I be exalted above measure. Before I think myself above where I should be. Before I esteem myself higher than anybody else. And before God has to bring me down. Here comes the messenger of Satan. And here come the trial and tribulation. But grace. Is sufficient in the molding and shaping. I can't stress that enough because this week has been a test of everything I've been teaching on or preaching about or talking about with grace. And the trial had to come. The messenger came and I had to quicken in myself and just remind myself of the grace is there. It's not just me. That's under attack. For great is he that is in me that's going to rise up and strengthen me to endure the test, to endure the thorn, to endure what I'm going through. I got to keep going, but it was something else here in the text, and I hope I have time to just pull that out just a little bit. When he said, Therefore, most gladly I will rather boast in my infirmities, and I've talked about that, that the power of Christ might rest upon me. Um, when he talked about boasting about it, and that's part of that expectation of the good. Um, and then I had my mind kept going, and I think it through the Bible. I said, Oh my God. Then I remind, reflected back to the Hebrew boys. Y'all remember, Right, Meshach and Abednego, and that what they said to the king. Let me read that to you. He said, They answered and said to the king, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image that you have set up. It, it encouraged me again because I thought about the grace and, and, and how even then, because you know the story, when the king looked in the fiery furnace, he saw a fourth man. Come on, somebody. He said it looked like the son of God. And so I put all of that into context and brought that in with the grace and what Paul was saying. I'd rather boast in my infirmaries that the power of Christ may rest upon me. The Hebrew boy stood there in the midst of knowing what was expected and what the outcome and the consequences would be 
Ephraim not bowing to the gods of Nebuchadnezzar, but they did not. They stood firm. Hallelujah. They stood firm with the expectation that God is able and God will deliver them. Amen. And that's what the attitude we got to have. We got to stand firm. We got to stand still. Come on, somebody. We got to be boasting the God that's in us for great is he that's in us. We don't give up and we don't start having pity parties. Come on, somebody. We don't start this levels of anxiety because of what we're going through because great is he. Come on, because the expectation of the good, we're going to boast in our affirmities knowing that God is getting ready to turn it around. It's an expectation. We don't give in. And we know the world is throwing a lot at us of jobs and the circumstances and the policies and the rules and the regulations that just keep changing over and over and over. But we know that we can settle ourselves, that we can rest in the grace that's been given us to endure the season that we're in. We can stand in our faith. We can stand firm in what we believe that God has told us and what God has called us to do in such a time as this. Because greater is he that is in us. Come on, the power of God is on us. It has rested on us. We can boast in our infirmities. We can say that even though I got COVID, the God that I serve is able to deliver me. He would deliver me out of the hands of this mortal body, excuse me, this flesh and this blood. Come on, somebody. Our faith got to go beyond what we have in this world, and we got to see beyond and see the other that's inside of us, which is God himself. For greater is the grace Come on, great is he that is in us. Greater is the grace than what we're than what we see coming our way. Greater is the grace of what we see that the enemy is doing. Come on, we know the outcome of certain things, but we know what God has commanded us to do. And we're gonna stand firm because greater is the grace. Come on, greater is his power than any consequences that we may face after standing for what we believe in and trusting God for what he said. Greater is the grace greater is the power I tell you look in the mirror again I've been encouraging myself I know it's been a rough week for me and it might have been for you but look in the mirror again because there's more than what you see it ain't just you that's in the mirror it's greater as he that is in you the power that's in you that's resting on you I just want somebody to feel encouraged that it's more than you you ain't just your reflection you sin come on somebody we are more than just flesh and blood for Christ Christ lives in us. Greater is he that's in us. And his grace is sufficient. That means that every time I feel like I'm going to stumble, even if I do, it's going to pick me up, somebody. Come on. I know I got a witness out there. Over and over, God has made ways out of us, ways for us, ways out of no ways. He is keeping us. He is sustaining us. Greater is he in me and his grace is sufficient. Let the weak Say I'm strong. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in today and for spending time with me. And remember today and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad. Again, one more time. Let the weak say I'm strong. God loves you.